it's not according to what you think you are, what you feel you are. Somebody say amen. Yeah. Yeah. Because truth is true. Somebody say amen. But we're going to talk about today, this will probably be one of the last messages we preach on. We've been on this all summer, since the summer, right? I think since the summer, and now we're in December. Um, so we're going to probably change up at some point. I know some people are preaching Christmas messages and little cute Christmas, the birth of Jesus messages. But the Lord has us to finish up this because there's something serious going on in the body of Christ, and we need to address it. I wish, I'm going to say this, I wish there was no YouTube because of the confusion that YouTube has brought spiritually to a lot of people. They put some of our videos up and then somebody come up in the comment, that's not true. I'm like, who are you? Why should somebody believe what you say? How do you know it's not true? What's your proof? You understand what I'm saying? In my tribe, the black African-American tribe, this is what you hear all the time. Man, I did my research. You need to do your research. Do you know what they mean? They didn't go to the library. They didn't buy a book. They didn't read a book. They went on YouTube. I did my research. I was on YouTube. That's what they mean. And YouTube is causing a lot of confusion to people. But you know the thing about the Bible? This is what Jesus said. So if you believe Jesus, you got to believe what he said. Somebody say Amen. Jesus said the earth will pass away before one jot or tittle on my word will change. Isn't it good to have something that's solid that we can believe in, that we can hang on so the world can change and everything can change and, 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 and Kanye West can marry Kim Kardashian, then he can divorce Kim Kardashian, then he can marry another girl that looked like Kim Kardashian, then he can separate from her and he can do all these changes. How many of y'all know the word of God will never change? Yeah. Laws can change. You know, it was once a time when it was legal to own slaves. That was the law. The homosexuals say, well, it's legal for us to get married. You guys ought to accept that. Well, I didn't accept when slavery was legal. Somebody say amen. amen. You know when it was illegal for a black person to drink from a white water fountain? Just because something legal don't mean it's right. Somebody say amen. amen. It don't change the Bible. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I like looking people in the eye, especially when you're in my building, my church. Amen. If you don't agree, it's okay. But how many of y'all know that a man is a man and a woman is a woman? Amen. Yeah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> yeah, man. We're not going to have it over here. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. Now, let's get in the word. This message, and y'all, I got 27 minutes. That's all I got because we got another service tonight, and we're going to cut it off when we cut it off, Okay. But we're going to get good off up into this. I'm going to talk today because this is really the problem in the body of Christ. This is really the problem in my tribe right now. This is really the problem what's going on in the black church and abroad. What will make a man depart from the faith? And that's man or woman. That's not gender specific. Message is, what will make a man depart from the faith? I want you to look at 1 Timothy 4. 
Now, y'all think I've got this in the amplified C, amp C. How many of y'all believe the Bible? Amen. Everybody don't believe the Bible. I'm feeling it in here. Everybody don't believe the Bible. I wish you do. I hope you do one day. I hope you do. I hope you do. It changed my life. It changed the lives of so many people. And it's not one of many books. It's very unique. And if you'd like to talk about it, I can, talk, I can prove to you that the Bible is the inherent written word of God. I can prove it to you. I've done it so many times with atheists or whoever, skeptics. If you'd like to have a conversation, I'll have a conversation. We can text or, or I like to email. We can email back and forth. And all your questions, I can answer any of your questions you got about the word of God. Somebody say amen. But I believe it. The Spirit, Holy Spirit, distinctly and expressly declares that in the latter times, some will do what? Turn away from the faith. I believe we're in the end times. What do you think? That in the last times, people will turn away from the faith. Why? Giving attention to seducing spirits, deluding and seducing spirits, and doctrines that demons teach. Now, if you've ever been seduced, did you recognize you was being seduced while you was being seduced? No. No. If somebody tricked you into a shysty business deal, did you recognize you was being tricked into a shysty business deal while they was tricking you into Like, if you had recognized it, you wouldn't have went into it, right? This is what the Bible's saying, that there are people who love God, who love Jesus, who want to go to heaven when they die, all that kind of stuff. And y'all, they have been deluded. They have been seduced by spirits. Y'all, we believe that there are something called evil spirits. Anybody believe that? Yeah. And they're in the world. We believe in fallen angels. We believe in Lucifer and Satan. We don't worship him. We believe he exists. Somebody say amen. And we believe that there are unclean spirits all in the world. And the Bible says that people will leave the church, they will leave the faith, they will leave what they believe, they will leave what they grew up in and all that stuff because there will be spirits in the world, in the air, that will delude and seduce them to believe other stuff. If you in here, you believe that the black man and the black woman are the gods of the earth, you have been seduced and deluded. Here's a very simple thing, and I, I talk to anybody, I talk to Farrakhan. If we are the gods of this earth, if we are the gods, and white people are the devils, then why is God losing to the devil? Financially or any other way. Y'all, we're not gods, and they're not the devil. Somebody say amen. But that's some seducing spirit stuff that have crept in and gotten stronger since Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube have come along. Because you can see that stuff over and over and over and over and over. And then your favorite artist starts saying it. Then your favorite actor or actress starts saying it. Then you people walking around with T-shirts with it on it. What's up, God? What's up, God? What's up, God? No, you, hey, come on, somebody. Unless you got the revelation of, of what, what God called us, you know, <clears throat> in the Bible, that, that, that's the only way. But y'all, we serve the true and living God. Amen. 
what the Spirit says in a lot of times, some will turn from the faith, giving attention to deluding, seducing spirits and doctors of demons through the hypocrisy and pretension of lives. So everybody see that it say hypocrisy? So this is how it starts. And y'all, we've gotten into this before, but this is how it starts. How you doing, Sister Nally? Oh, I'm fine. But she got doctors of devils. She thinking about leaving Christianity. Everything going good? People lie. Then they, then they put up a front, and then they come up here and worship, or they do all kind of stuff, or they say all kind of stuff. They say, how many of y'all are talking? They'll stand up and stand up. They'll come up here and worship and stuff, and their heart is so far from God. And then we think they just snap and leave. We think they just snap and convert. No, they were speaking lies the whole time. Yeah, because their conscience is seared. So they pretend for a while, and watch this. Why do they stay, Mom? They stay so that they can affect other people. They stay so that maybe they can get their ideas into other folks. They stay and say, man, now you know, Pastor, now, you know, I do this little, little fair car. I don't care what he say. All that stuff. Somebody say amen. amen. Then when I talk to them, how's the message? Ooh, it was good, Pastor. They disagree with half the stuff I said. Hello? I thought I was talking to them. And sometimes I am. Somebody say amen. Cause what's the, what's, the, what's the use of coming to church to get a word and then somebody giving you a word and then you get offended because they gave you a word. Now here's the thing. Well, he was trying to talk to me. Did what I, was what I saying true though? Amen. They never addressed that. Amen. And I'm going to tell you as a pastor, you know I live with y'all so sometimes I know a lot of stuff because you know we, we have interaction. And sometimes if I get a, to a point of message, now let me let, let you know, ain't none of y'all important enough for me to write a message for you? Because if I got to write a whole message for you, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to call you. Yes, Somebody say amen. Yes, and I'm going to talk to you because yes, I'm not a scary person. Yes, but if I get to the point in the message that, 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 you know, that applies to you, I'm the kind of pastor, I'm not going to look away to you. I'm going to look right at you. Right. Because that's what you need. Is that true? I think Jesus looked right at Peter when he said, said get behind me, because that's what he needed. He ain't looking at Nathaniel. Somebody say amen. People get offended by that. But people need to hear the truth. Somebody say amen. Two dudes that's, that's gay or something, they married each other, they come in here and sit, and, and y'all, you know, if I'm not on homosexuality today, I probably won't talk about it, but if I get on it, Y'all, you know I'm going to look at, at them and say, yeah, people ought not be married to men if they're men. Somebody say amen. Because <laughs> we're not afraid. Somebody say amen. But see, people are going to leave the faith, y'all, because they get seduced by a spirit. It's always another voice. It's always another teaching. It's always something else that I heard something else that you know that you know that do kind of make sense that do kind of make sense hello and I'm gonna tell you black folk 
We are the biggest suckers for anything that got to do with race. Anything that got to do with I was flicking through Netflix last night. They got a, 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 a new series called Mark from the Beginning, Black People. How they see us. Now, anything, we're going we to look at it. And we're a sucker to it. Because they know you start talking about race and black and discrimination that we're going to react. Somebody say amen. So they can put false doctrine, false teaching, and, and hook it on the bait of racism because this is the white man's religion, you know. Ain't nobody ever heard that happen. This is the white man's religion. How is it a white man's religion and it started in the Middle East? Did, did Christianity start in Europe? Did Jesus come from Europe? Or was he in the Middle East? So how is it a white man's religion? Did white men take it and do something with it? Yeah. Did black people take it and give Jesus an afro and big lips? Yeah. Everybody took it. You, you know it's a Santa Claus for everybody. As the white Santa Claus, the black Santa Claus, they got Mexican Santa Claus. They got a Mexican Santa Claus. Well, we can't say Santa Claus started in Japan. Can we? No. St. Nicholas started in Europe. Is that true? But, but, but people get deluded and they get seduced. See, see my brother, see my brother, my brother. See, they didn't tell you this, did they, my brother? See, I can show you in your own book, my brother. Don't know nothing. So if you're going to be a Christian, can you just go ahead and be one? I don't know. Some of y'all in between, you don't know what you are. And that's why a lot of folk going to end up dying and going to hell. And that's the truth. So we're going to talk about it today. Because, see, we believe in hell because the Bible teaches it, right? And Jesus taught it. Somebody say amen. So it says that, the Spirit speaks especially that in the last time some would turn away from the faith, giving heed to seducing and deluding spirits and doctrines of demons that demons teach through the hypocrisy and the pretension of liars whose consciences are seared and cauterized, burned the skin or flesh or wound with a heated instrument, right? That's like those, uh, those brandings, you know, the Omega, Sapphire, that's what's talking about. When they bring you, that you don't feel it no more right there. The sigmas, they get branded. You don't feel it no more around the brand, right? That's why your conscience becomes seared. People saying things against Jesus and God. I'm like, oh, God, did they say that? Their conscience becomes seared. And they can blaspheme God, say all kind of deplorable things about Christ. We don't know nobody to do that, do we? So Friday, and y'all, I've been involved in this for about 20 years. Very involved in some of this. We had a disciple. We led to Christ. We discipled her. She wanted to go to Tulsa to go to school. She went to Rhema. While she was at Rhema in Tulsa, we told her, we said, okay, go to Rhema Church, because they had a church. And she was black, and it was mostly white at Raymond Church, and they saw mostly 
white songs, and she, she really wasn't feeling that. So the popular church in Tulsa, how many of y'all know in every city there's a popular church? How many of y'all know that just because it's a popular church don't mean it's the right church? Very popular, black-led, Carlton Pearson was the pastor. And uh, they have 6,000 members. It was a mega church at the time. They have four or five different services a weekend. And we say, don't go over there. Don't go. We just, I don't know why. I mean, I like this preaching stuff. I don't know why at the time we say, don't go over there. We, don't, we say, don't go over there. But, but we, the Holy Spirit say, don't go over there. Stay at the school and go to that church. True? She didn't. She went over there. And this pastor unleashed some of the greatest delusions and seductions of Christianity on America ever. Five months ago, I told my wife and another group of people we were with, I said, I had a dream about this gentleman. He's going to die. He's not going to make it out of this year. They had his funeral on Friday. And he taught some crazy stuff, and it has seeped in to the body of Christ. It's in the room. And we're going to talk to you about why. Y'all, I don't have time today, but if we get to part of this and then we come back next week, we'll get it. Are y'all ready with the video? So there is a progression. I wrote it in my book two years ago, The Rapture Revelation, The Progression of Falling Away, Chapter 9. Chapter 9, the progression of falling away. You should read it if you have. Chapter 9 talks about the stages people go through to fall away from a church or the faith. Yeah. And uh, this is the poster child for falling away. I think Brother Dwayne, I wanted it kind of in chronology, but he kind of did it movie style. So you, I think you'll get it. Uh, you'll see when he was younger, and then when he got older, and some of the things that he began to say. Roll the video. I think my wife was just coming in from uh, an event tonight, and uh, I was thinking about Bishop Carlton Pearson. Who we love. Absolutely adore. That's the reason those thousands and thousands of students at Oral Roberts University have such confidence in you. your potentialities. You have everything. But remember, if I could give you one advice, just one, I would say to you, never get out of God's will. I, I questioned God because I was burying so many loved ones out on drugs and alcohol, and they were doing everything we were taught against. And I kept thinking, even then, my freshman year of college, when my grandmother died, what are we doing? Why isn't this thing working? We are dealing with changing our entire paradigm. And the grief and agony that I carried for decades, and everybody needs to be open to that. For 50 years, actually, I began to awaken at 50. It seemed like the entire body of Christ sort of just turned their back on him uh, because he uh, introduced some new ideas and theology. I believe everybody goes through hell, but that nobody ultimately goes to hell. Realize that the King James Version of the Bible, which is the most influential book in the Western world for the last 400 years, 
everything is pretty much outdated itself. So there's a whole new, we're like, we have to create a new, a third testament. Everybody goes through it. Nobody necessarily goes to it ultimately, lest Christ is a failure. A new canon. Um, and that, that's what the gospel of inclusion was. At first, I actually believed in hell. I just didn't believe anybody would be in it because of the finished work of the cross. That was my Christian perspective. Most Christians call themselves saved, but they don't feel safe. Boom. I think Baptists tend to be feel a little bit more secure than holiness people, Pentecostals, because we really feel that God's coming for a church without spot, blemish, wrinkle, or any such thing. Well, who is that? Love me, worship me, serve me, you creep, and if you don't, to hell with you. Never get out of God's will. Now, we would never say it that way, but I happen to see it that way. So, Father, I thank you now for our, our dear bishop. It takes a lot of guts for me to say the God of the Bible is made up dear bishop. as a sociopathic, sadistic, dear bishop. angry, Manic depressive, dear Bishop. maybe even psychologically uh, minted, demented. Our dear Bishop. Setting free Christian millions of people, and you're giving them permission to be human beings, being human, and right. not feeling guilt for being human. Just like he was intentional about pulling people up uh, and helping. Yes. And we send you back up. Stop. So. Y'all notice he said that the God of the Bible, I, I wish Dwayne hadn't interrupted that part. He said the God of the Bible is sadistic, is a psychopath. Keep going. Keep going. Change the message to another positive way where I don't put all that burden on you. Love your potentialities. You have everything. But remember, if I could give you one advice, just one, I would say to you, never get out of God's will. He went to ORU. He was mentored by Oral Roberts. He had some of the largest platforms in the world for the black church. Listen to me. That you would not know T.D. Jakes because he introduced T.D. Jakes to the world. He loved God, supposedly. He preached the word of God. How do you get from there to here? Why do people leave the faith? There's a reason. And y'all got a whole message on it, but I'm going to give you the highlight, and then we're going to come back and get into it because I got seven minutes. Y'all, especially in today's time, the people that reject Christianity, people that leave Christianity, it's for one of three reasons, and one of the reasons is usually the reason. Not a lot of reasons. It's usually one main reason. Because you know what? Most people, especially the Gentiles, see, we're not Jews. So Jews came up a certain way. They learned a certain culture. But Gentiles, we all come from idolatry. 
We all come from heathenism. We all do. White people was over there hugging trees, worshiping trees, and they were out there in the wild, the Celtics. Black people from Africa, we were uh, worshiping all kind of idol gods, voodoo, hoodoo, all that kind of stuff. Everybody come from something. The, nat the, the Native Indians, they worship the earth, animism, and all that stuff. <laughs> Hinduism is animism. Asian, the Asian culture worship so many different gods and dragons and worship Satan even because they worship the dragon. All right, so we're all Gentiles. The only group that had a relationship with God were the Jews. That's offending people. Well, we are the real Jews. We're the Hebrew Israelites. Hebrew Israelites, go on over there and fight Hamas for the land in. You the true Hebrews? Go on over there then. So you'll notice in the New Testament, Paul talks a lot. I mean, almost at the beginning of every chapter, he gave a whole chapter to it in Corinthians chapter 7. Y'all, what does he talk a lot about? We're going to see in a few seconds. And I only have a few minutes. So y'all, there's only three reasons why people leave the faith. Let's go to uh, 1 John chapter 2, verse 15. Listen to what the Bible says. Do we believe the Bible? I keep checking. Do we believe the Bible? Let me hear you make some noise. Yes. Amen. Jesus, here we go. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. The world and the church are not on the same team. We know that. We know that. We just have to come to grips with that. All right? Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And I don't have time to explain that whole scripture. But listen to what he says. He's going to break it down. What are you talking about the world? For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh. <laughs> the lust of the flesh. Sexual desires. Over and over and over and over and over and over. Over and over and over and over and over. Paul continues to talk to the Gentiles, wild people, the people worshiping all kind of gods about sexual purity. Now, y'all, people say if they want to, they can try to say, oh, the book, King James wrote the book, the, 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 the white man changed the Bible, this and that. Y'all, the, the main reason, and I get to the bottom of it with a lot of these people, the main reason ain't got nothing to do with no theology because they're not theologues, and I'll beat them on that. The main reason is they want to go have unbridled sex. They don't want to come under the laws of God as it pertains to sex, so they've got to leave Christianity because Christianity say you can't have sex unless you're married. I can't hear nobody. A lot of these Hebrew Israelite brothers, it ain't a, they don't care nothing about being no Hebrew. They want to have two and three wives. And in the Hebrew Israelite, you can have two and three wives and concubines. It's sex, 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 everything, generally speaking. People have left our church. Because, you know, we teach on this. We're not hardcore on nobody because we know everybody got sins and we all Gentiles. Somebody say amen. So most of us, almost all of us, came out of some sexual something. Watch how quiet it is. Ain't nobody in there came out of no sexual sin but me. Nobody on this side. I ain't hear nobody. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we all did. 
It's women in here done kissed a girl they liked it, then college, all that kind of stuff. Just keep looking ahead. But they got delivered. It's men in here that have been with men and women. Just look ahead. But we've been delivered. Folks was hooked on pornography, but we've been delivered. You can't be delivered. You can't be born again. You can't be saved. You can't be cleansed. You can. But I can't tell you how many people have left the faith because of sex. So then they say, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. Wouldn't know what that mean? I'm in the yoga. But if I'm in the yoga, does yoga restrict my sex? No, I can have tantric sex. I can have sex with demons. I can have sex with energies. I can, I, come on, someone. I can release all kinds of sexual chakras. Is that true? Yeah. So I'll leave Christianity. Come on, somebody. Because of some seducing spirit had got me out here over this. And how did I find out about tantric sex? Well, I was watching porn. I was watching erotica. I was reading stuff I shouldn't have been reading. Hello? Anybody ever heard of Kama Sutra, huh? I love this. I, I, love, I love preaching like this. Because, see, people can't be religious in church. Y'all think... What the pastor know? Do y'all know I'm a man living in the United States? I live in 2023. <laughs> Ain't nobody seen no books come up on Amazon about Kama Sutra sex and stuff. No, huh? That's why people leave the faith. That's the number one reason. The number one reason. The number one reason. I seen men leave a good wife to go get with some hoochie-coochie girl because the wife wasn't freaky. He wanted to have threesomes and foursomes, and the white wasn't down with that. Now, this is my personal opinion. I'm out of time. I think all that stuff happened with Will Smith and all that. Y'all, did y'all did you, most people don't remember his first wife. His first wife was beautiful, high school, sweet, all that. But I think when he got into Hollywood and he got exposed to all that old crazy, freaky stuff, I believe his wife wasn't down with it, so he left her and went to a less attractive, in my opinion, Jada Pinkett, because she was willing to swing and do all kind of stuff. Y'all, sex got, you, we can't let sex send us to hell. I mean, sex is great, God, I mean, love sex, amen? Without making my wife blush, but y'all, you're going to go to hell for sex? You're going to leave Jesus and God because you found some religion or some church that will allow you to do whatever? Well, I just feel like I want to be with the same sex. So you find a church that agree with that or some religion agree with that? All is in the world. This, this is the only reason. The lust of the flesh. Second one, lust of the eye. Covetousness. Now, some of y'all been in this church long enough to know when me and my wife was broke. My mama definitely know, my children know. But covetousness, covetousness, which is idolatry, that drives a lot of people. They can't stand to see somebody get blessed, can't stand to see the pastor blessed, they can't stand to see other people blessed, and they make up some kind of concoction or something why they got offended and had to leave the church. But it was all because they were covetous. They wanted something they couldn't get. 
Some single women, see all other women get married and stuff. They get mad. The lust of the eyes. Covetousness. You hurt because I'm doing good. <laughs> Why does my doing good hurt you? Come on, Barbara. Isn't it enough for everybody? Amen. Why, why I'm mad at you? Because you got a blessing. But y'all, that messes some people up. They can't deal with it. Instead of coming under, come on somebody, coming under the word of God and the principles, you can get the same thing. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. But they, they don't want that. It's something in their heart drive them. And how dare the pastor come up? Somebody say amen. He must be stealing the money. Y'all, I don't steal no money. I'm blessed. Come on, somebody. I work a job for right now. I got businesses. I mean, I got all kind of streams coming in. Idolatry. Covetousness. And here's the last one. The pride. Pride of life. That's what the Bible says. That's the only three reasons people leave God. They can't submit to God. They won't submit to leadership. They won't submit to authority. They want to submit to the things of God. Rules. You know, people like living in anarchy, chaos, without rules. You remember defund the police? How long did that last? Until them same politicians got mugged, got robbed, got jumped, got stabbed. Now they're talking about bringing the police back. Yo, what you talking about? We can't live in a society without rules. Now, police officers need to stop shooting black dudes. Amen? Hello? Yeah, we, we, we need to stop all that racism and stuff. But, y'all, we need the police, though. The pride of life will not submit. Some people leave Christianity. It's too, it's too, it's too, uh-uh. It's too many rules. It's too much stuff. You got to give a tenth of your income. See, that's why they'd rather be spiritual. Yeah. Hey, anybody over here tell you you have to talk? You don't have to talk? You just going to be broke? Somebody say amen. Keep coming with your broke self. But we trying to tell you how to get the blessing. That's how I got it. I was broke as, a, as everything I know. Amen. Somebody say amen. Look at my man over there. Came in with $17. He said he gave a whole $17, and in 30 days he had another job. Then he doubled his income in so many days. Then he doubled his income again. Yeah. Just listening to the word of God. Yeah. Can y'all do the math? Four times the income in less than a year? Is that true? Nobody going to keep trying to prove to people? Skeptics. I just don't believe. You don't have to believe. It worked for me. It worked for other people in the room. But some people, I don't want to submit to nothing. I want to live my life. I want to make my own decision. I want to do what I want. Do what you want, but how is it working for you? You got what you want, but did you want what you got? You need a savior. You need a teacher. You need a master. You need a Lord. And y'all, I'm going to say this too. You need a pastor. In this day and time, you need somebody that's going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. Somebody say amen. How many of y'all like it? Just love it when somebody say, you got a booger in your nose. How many of y'all love that? You don't love it? How many of y'all rather somebody tell you you got a booger though? <laughs> Let me walk around with no boogers. No, I got boogers. You don't see nothing? Okay. See, you wouldn't tell me. <laughs> 
Nikki would. You got me? I'm good. Now let's sit down. No, I got some boogers, man. I just didn't know how to tell you, Pastor. This is the season. And I'm telling you, since that brother's death, and some of y'all don't even know who he is, y'all know how significant it was. It was very significant to the black church. And since then, since, since his death, we've had two or three people. In I'm thinking about leaving. Bye. Somebody say amen. amen. My brother's church have had major people leave or whatever. Hey, y'all, that's fine. Leaving the faith. You think you're leaving me leaving the church. You ain't, you ain't going nowhere to serve God strong no more. Where you going to go? What to make a man, a woman, depart from the faith. There's only three things. They, they want to get loose. I suspicion. <laughs> and they, they say all this kind of stuff in the divorce decree. Unreconcilable, different. No, no, no. You know, you married to a downlow brother and he's trying to get out the marriage, he's going to bring up all kind of stuff. He just want to go have sex with another man, though. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. They're going to make up all kinds of stuff. <laughs> she just couldn't cook good. She didn't keep the house clean. Like, you left your good thing for that? No, it must be more. So, you don't have to have an excuse to leave God. Or excuse to leave this church. Matter of fact, I'm welcoming all people who want to leave. You can go. Devil not begging you to stay. Somebody say amen. amen. But we finna be even stronger now than we've ever been. Amen. On the word of God. Amen. On the things of God. And on the will of God. And I'm going to tell you, if you know what's good for you, I believe we're in the last days, all this stuff going on in Israel and stuff. And y'all, you know, we wrote a book about it three years ago. We wrote the book three years ago, talking about the Israeli war and all that stuff. Go get it. It's in our bookstore. But y'all, let me tell you something. I think that if you're in the church, I think you better hold on tight. I think you need to stop playing, about, playing around with what you believe. I think you need to stop watching and listening to everybody on YouTube. I think you need to stop exploring and reading all these other books and philosophies and ideas. I think if you want to be with Jesus, I think you need to stay with Jesus. I think this is not the time to play around. And if I was you, I wouldn't leave a good church. Not right now. Every head bowed, every eye closed.